0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Chef's Wife's Life podcast. My name is Summer and I'm your host. We have been in this great series of seven accelerators of gratitude, love, discipline, integrity, passion, humility, and wisdom. This podcast is all about living our best, beautifully, imperfect perfect lives. And today, to represent the attribute of passion, I have Andrea Sedlock, who is the founder and president of Ricundo International everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for sitting down with me today.
1: Hi, Summer. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Guys, I'm excited for you to meet Andrea and all that she's doing. She, like I said, currently is the founder and president of Racundo International, and that is why I chose her specifically for passion. But before we get into that topic, Andrea, can you just tell our listeners just a little bit about who you are?
1: Uh, sure. I'm originally from southern West Virginia uh, graduated from West Virginia University with my master's degree, and I've lived here in the Washington, D.C. area since. Um, I live with my husband and my 22-year-old daughter, who just became a kindergarten teacher. Woo-hoo. That's exciting.
0: <laughs> but you haven't grown older, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I have known Andrea for a number of years. We actually go to the same church, but Andrea, I think When was your first Racundo International Gala?
1: 2014.
0: Okay, so I think that was the first time I officially met you through a mutual friend. She was like, come to this event with me, and I met you there. And then it's been uh, over the past few years, right before COVID, that my group of friends started making that our annual event for Girls' Night. I've had the privilege last year to jump on board a little bit and help collect some donations too, so... Kind of got to know you a little more, I think, even last year, and I've just enjoyed the conversations that we've had. So I guess since we keep talking about Rukundo, everybody's probably wondering what that means. So can you tell us exactly what is Rukundo International?
1: Sure. Uh, rukundo that word means love in the local language in the community where we work, uh, Kabbalah, Uganda. And Rukundo believes in the power of education and empowerment to change lives. Uh, Uganda is one of the poorest countries in the world and one of the most corrupt countries in the world. That doesn't mean that all of Africa is that way or that there aren't you know, people in Uganda who are successful, but the majority of the population mm-hmm. lives below the international poverty line, which is less than two U.S. dollars per day. That's so crazy. Yeah. I guess my question
0: for the listeners is: How did you choose to go to Uganda? What was the thing that influenced you or impacted you to make you want to set up a nonprofit over there?
1: Yeah. So you mentioned that we go to the same church, and back in 2009, I kept seeing this advertisement on the screen for this mission trip to go to Uganda, and I was a single mom at the time, and the cost um, I remember was $2,800, mm-hmm. uh, which seemed astronomical for a single mom taking care of a a young child alone. Yeah. But I just kept seeing it and I, I kept feeling like, man, you know, I'd always been charitable minded, but being you know, from a poorer community, relatively speaking, in the U.S. Yeah, you know, I hadn't traveled yeah. much. I had only been on a plane one time. But I just kept feeling this pull, like I was supposed to go on this trip. And I almost don't even believe myself how all the pieces fell into place and people just randomly came up to me and told me that they would contribute you know towards my trip and and that's how I ended up there the first time So how did
0: you then switch wheels to becoming the founder and president of Ricundo to actually kind of lead this project
1: yeah so on that first trip um, we worked in the public school system and as I mentioned being from Southern West Virginia I was certainly no stranger to American poverty. But stepping off that bus for the first time in 2009 in this rural school to children who had never owned a pair of shoes, who were lucky to eat one meal a day, and sometimes that was the meal that um, this organization I went with was providing at the school Um, and then additionally you know seeing the the situation in the school where the teachers even walked miles per day you know the absenteeism was so high there weren't even textbooks sometimes even for the teachers much less for the students but what really touched me was a home visit that we went on and I ended up in the home of another single mom named named Emily. Mm -hmm. And actually, one of Emily's children have graduated from our program, and she's now a tailor in town. But, you know, I I saw this mother who was working harder than I had ever, you know, probably worked in my life, working in other people's fields for nine hours a day, sometimes with a baby, strapped to her back, five children, and really just absolutely no way, despite how hard she could work, of... Mm -hmm. Of getting out of this cycle of poverty, and so I just thought to myself, literally, the only thing that separated you know my quality of life and her quality of life as single parents was our place of birth, Mm -hmm. and it just didn't seem fair to me. I mean, how people see the things that you know I was privileged to see and don't come back and want to do something, and all of our excess, you know, that just really spoke to me. you know, to try to combat this inequality. So when I started Rakundo, I asked myself, how could we impact the children mm-hmm. in the best way? And we decided that that was through early education. So the problems in the public school system I and mean, continuing to work in the public school system were just almost insurmountable. You would have had to train the teachers. So we just decided we wanted to start from the beginning, get children when they're three years old. That's when nursery school starts in Uganda. Mm-hmm. We're following them all the way up to seventh grade. Their entire formative years, were able to give them quality education. All the supplies they need for school, two nutritious meals per day. So we're really able to control all the variables to make them successful. And then additionally we have programs at our community center that help empower the community in which they live so that they're also empowered at home. Mm -hmm. So guys, I just wanted to just pop in here because passion, it's a strong
0: and barely controllable emotion. And That is why I chose Andrea. You can hear it in her voice, and I can see it on her face as she speaks. Like She was just really moved, and when you're moved in something that you just have passion for, you're going to do something about it, and she did do that. So you talked about the education from three years old up to seventh. So where are you at currently on this adventure?
1: So our school right now, we have three levels of nursery and primary grades one through four. Okay. So we are working really hard to construct the next three grade levels, which are fifth grade, sixth grade, and seventh grade. We try to add a grade each calendar year. Okay. So in three years, as long as fundraising continues um, to come in, we will be able to have a full primary school, which ends in seventh grade in Uganda. After the seventh grade, um, a typical child would go onto secondary school, mm-hmm. um, which is like high school here, only a quarter of students in Uganda ever get the chance Mm -hmm. to go to high school. So we may work with parents, um, you know, to help send their kids to secondary school. For low-performing kids, a lot of times vocations are a much better option um, because the job market is oversaturated in Uganda with graduates who, who aren't able to get jobs, so. Can you tell us a little more about
0: the meals? Because that's like a key part, just nutrition. But it's not just like you said, for the school, because you do things for the community. So can you touch a little bit on how you're also impacting the community?
1: Sure. Um, as we mentioned, Rakundo Preparatory School is our flagship program, but it was always in my vision that this school building should empower the entire community and, mm-hmm. and just be a place of love mm-hmm. in that community. So the day we opened this school, we opened it as a community center. and out of that community center we run a kids' sunday program called amani gabato which means the power of kids okay and any child in the community who is of primary school age can come to that program on sundays for mentorship to get a hot meal and to play games and play on our playground which is the only playground in the community when we built the playground the kids had to be taught how to play on it how to go down the slide um, how to swing on (laughs) the swings we also have a girl's empowerment program at the three primary schools that are closest to our school. And that program uses soccer to teach the girls about avoiding HIV, avoiding early marriage, avoiding child pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times when these families don't have school fees to send their children to school, they simply marry them off, not because they don't care about them, but because they don't see any other option for their child. A lot of times, males are prioritized over females in rural communities. So, in the girls' empowerment program, we not only give them information to help them with their health, but we also empower them through an entrepreneurship project that costs about three dollars per girl. And we teach them skills, agricultural skills. This community is overwhelmingly agricultural. I think like seventy-five percent or something. Um, and this three dollars, we teach them how to plant seeds, and then we encourage them to use the profits instead of just eating all of the food, which is so tempting, right? Right. When you don't have a lot of income, we encourage them to reinvest. And some of these girls have worked all the way up to owning a cow wow. many of them own goats and for example a goat would cost 75 dollars. most adults work for five thousand shillings a day which is less than two dollars a day okay so a goat is like multiple weeks worth of income for these people and you're talking about girls 10 to 14 years old yeah. who now have a, a farm and this keeps them from getting married from getting pregnant from repeating the cycle of poverty because they're able to use the income from their farming to pay for the materials mm-hmm. that they need to stay in school
0: this is this is my favorite program that you always talk about. This is a thing that hooked me on Racundo, which is why I constantly stay on board. So I, I love that program.
1: Um, additionally, we have a program for the women, um, and it also uses agricultural methods. So we started a goat program, um, and when the goats give birth, they give some back to Racundo so we can repeat the cycle of giving. But the goats provide manure that's really important for gardens. So women in this program have seen crops in their fields for the first time in many, many years simply from owning these goats. That's so cool.
0: We're talking about Rukundo and we have an annual event coming up. But what are other ways, if people want to partner with you, to become a part of Rukundo International Community?
1: Sure. Of course, you can always volunteer. We need all skill sets, any age. We have lots of different opportunities for volunteering. Uh, fundraising, I mean, is always going to be the top need for any nonprofit organizations, especially small grassroots organizations like ourselves. A lot of our funding, and people are always surprised by this, has come from people who give just a dollar a day. So I have this incredible group of dedicated supporters who entrust us with $30 a month. Less than what a lot of us would spend on a meal out with our family. Mm -hmm. And that's really been the backbone of our organization, how we've been able to operate all of these programs is these people giving a dollar a day. Um, There's also opportunity to partner with kids in our school to provide their education. Um, We do offer that, but it's a little bit different from a traditional child sponsorship program. And then we have our upcoming gala and shoe collection in October. So in the fall every year, we take old shoes only in October <laughs> and we're able to um, recycle them and, and give them a new life by providing other people in, in developing countries with jobs. And then our our gala, which this year has turned into a harvest festival. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to stay with the temperature of the economy right now. Um, so it'll be family friendly event outdoors in Germantown. Uh, we're going to have beer, barbecue, and bids. <laughs> so our silent auction has always has amazing items. We always have over 100 items to bid on, but also just this event for our community to come together, enjoy a good time. There'll be activities for adults, activity for kids. It's, it's just going to be really fun.
0: I want to point on something, though, that even if you don't live in Germantown, the event's always online.
1: Yes, the silent auction portion of the event is online. Correct.
0: So you can if, bid from anywhere. If you don't live, yeah, locally, please make sure you get to check out the bids. So how can they actually check out the bids? Where they can where can they find you on social?
1: Facebook, we're Rakundo International, Instagram, same, and we're also on LinkedIn. So I guess the main thing is who is Rekundo actually for? Well, I guess for me, um, I am a Christian, so I believe we're serving, you know, the least of these, the orphans and widows. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really our, the base of the people that we serve. Um, but certainly that doesn't mean you know that you have to be a Christian to yeah. believe in this mission. I think it's for anybody who believes in the power of education to change lives. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much for the podcast with
0: me um i do have two more questions since we are a podcast and we're about uh just growing is there a specific area in your life and it doesn't have to deal with rakundo, but it can that you feel like you're just learning right now or growing in
1: uh trusting and letting go of control yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: that's so hard it's, it's very hard
1: just you know um Working in a country that's 8,000 miles away and with the level of corruption is extremely hard. And, you know, trying to control those things beyond, you know, things you can control will just, yeah, drive you nuts. So just trusting the process a little more because somehow it always ends up working out in the end.
0: Control is a hard thing. It's hard to let go of
1: (laughs) Um,
0: and I guess our last question is, since we are living our beautifully and perfect lives, what area in your life right now do you feel like you're just finding real joy in that you're just enjoying the season that you're in?
1: I think it's kind of tied to the last question, maybe in just learning a little more to let go, like Mm -hmm. I'm feeling more free, Mm -hmm. more um, able to focus on the good things that we're doing in the community instead of all of the struggles that come along with, you know, trying to solve (laughs) poverty, which is, you know, seems impossible. So being able to let go of that and just focus on all of our accomplishments um, is super cool
0: yeah well thank you so much for taking something that you just love and really being obedient to the call that was on your heart because you've done amazing things and i know there's a change from the gala this year but i think change is always good and i'm excited to be a part of the uh, fall festival and to partner with you again we will put in the show notes links to connect with Rakundo international and how you can partner and just be a part it's really an amazing nonprofit. Andrea has done a great job. We would love to see more than one grade built this year. That would be that would be super amazing it to was. just complete, right? The the project. So if you liked what you heard today, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we will see you next week with our next attribute. So go on and live your beautifully imperfect lives.